Blog Talk Radio. to Lardy Miss Clardy, and I am back, and welcome to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR for February 22nd, 2017. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and my co-hosts for tonight are my Anna Lay all day, back for a third time, Warren Wilson that's always been here from Australia, and Brother Blondie, the controversy begins. And this is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lord and Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Get your seatbelts on. We are going for a ride. Call in at this call-in number of 347 884 Eight six eight four. That number again is three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. And press option one if you want to speak to me or have something to say. All right, cause tonight is a second time around trip of Trump controversy. Is there a good side? And as we know, President Trump is the headlines of every broadcast media outlet in the mainstream, behind the closed doors of homes, and online, and it's viral. Trump is the most talked about president in history. How is America dealing with this new president's behavior and communication skills? We, America, or will America get used to it and appreciate it? Later, this president upfront brawny style of communication along with his strong art disposition, will it make America great again? Or will America find a way to impeach this president? 
Donald Trump. What are Trump's bad points as a president? And what are Trump's good points to being a potentially good president for America? Is there a good side? And with that to say, okay, with that to say, the courts are still out, you know, and the question is, Still in deliberation and waiting for a verdict. Is Trump doing too much.com? And does America want truth or lies? So we're going to begin this with a controversial imposition tonight. So just hold your wigs on and let's get your opinions out there. Call in at the call in number of 347 Six eight four. Do you think this president is too overbearing with his ideals and plans? And so we're getting ready to take this small cause of pause and listen to this ghouly message from ours truly, Warren Wilson. I'll be right back. Trump, is there a good thing? What I do is what I do here in Australia. You Americans are saying the answer is definitely no. Yet he got voted in. Why? How did this happen? Oh, please, give us a call. Let us know your opinions, whether you're in favour of Trump or whether you're not. Please give us a call and just let us um, know what you think. Thanks. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I'm scared already. And with that, and without reservations or dues, let me bring my co-hosts on the show to begin their first input on Trump controversy. Let's start with Warren Wilson. Warren Wilson, are you there? Yeah, Wendy, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Okay, and let me see. And the others will be coming soon, Brother Blondie and also my Anale all day. They're a little bit backed up, but they'll be on their way here. So we're going to start with you. And I want to give you a standing ovation. For like bringing that down to a halt there, you know what I mean? Because that was a yeah. ghouly laugh there. So, <laughs> I want to ask you this. Do I'm going to ask you this first question. Do you think that this president is too overbearing with his ideals and plans? Let's start with that first and then when we finish, we will bring someone on that have something to say about that and we'll take it further from there because there's a lot here. Well, look, that's a good question, Wendy. I, look, I, he certainly does seem overbearing, but but during your your introduction, it made me think that that like President Trump is like he's certainly the president of America, but he's also mm-hmm. another human being, just like you, Wendy, and just like me, and just like all those wonderful listeners out there. And yes. I think to me the question is is that. Do we really think um, Trump is doing what he believes is best 
in the interests of America, like, like, mm-hmm. like as just a fellow human being. Now, that means that as in any relationship, like with my wife and other people, I don't always agree with what they do, but they yeah. certainly, I believe, they certainly have the best intentions at heart. And I think, um, I don't know, I guess that's, Part of me takes a liking to Trump because I think he does have the best intentions of, of America at heart. Yeah. But I do very much question the way he goes about it because it's totally different to the way that I would go about it. And and mm. and you know, I'll be straight up front there. Um, right. He's to say who's right and who's wrong, you know. And I don't agree with the way he's sort of picking up, or appearing to pick on some of the minority groups and make it hard for them. But but yeah, you know, I made me think. Well, President Trump is another man, just like me, and he, and I and I truly believe he's and, and I can't say this about all the presidents because I don't think all the presidents have had the best interests of America at heart, um, and yes. it doesn't always come out. But I but I think Trump really does have the best interests of America at heart. But but the way he's going about it, wow, Wendy! Like as your callers have said, he sure does shake people up, and they <laughs> do have opinions. They sure do. I mean, it, it shakes me up sometimes because it's hard to uh, fathom, you know, somebody hitting you with, you know, such crusty words. You know what I mean? At the at the at the media, at the press, you know, and and even as you know, for for freedom of speech, as to say, all of these things, and then the way that he says it to you is just, oh my God, I don't know if America, like, I don't know if America is ready for a blunt, uh, to the point, strong arm. Oh my God, I, I don't even want to say it all, but. It, you know, they. It, what I'm hearing is that they said no more. We're not dealing with that kind of crusty mouth, you know. And I'm laughing because it's interesting. There's lots of people that's for him, and then there's a lots of people that's against him. But I guess that's a part of leadership or something, you know. I, I don't think that I can handle such heat coming from, you know, American people about his about his garbage pan mouth and, you know, and how he's just bullying in his way to get his way it don't matter even the press uh has an argument with him you know they all are arguing together about themselves you know I, I, it's a it's a mess it's a mess to me but who am i to say that that's why i brought this this controversy to uh to the American ears and to the listeners and see what they have to say about it. So let's start with a with a listener, okay? And let's see what they say, Warren. Let's see. All right. I am going to call the first listener, and your area code is 314, and the last four digits of the telephone number is 4600. Hello, and you are on the line and welcome to Lardy Miss Clardy and company on BTR. What do you have to say about this president? Is he too overbearing with his ideals and plans? Is he too much dot com? Have something to say. Well no, he's not. He promised his constituents that he would do certain things and he's doing them. Unbeholding what we usually get out of politicians. Once they're elected. Mm-hmm. And today, your daughter, if you have one, or your nieces, 
can go in their bathroom. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and they can go in their girl shower without having to worry about some hairy leg male coming in mm. because he mm-hmm. rescinded Obama's uh, executive order as it applied to okay. transsexuals being able to go in the bathroom that they felt uh, that they uh, happen to be that sex of. And that can change from hour to hour. Woo! Uh, it's called it's called for uh, illegal immigrants. He's broadening the spectrum on that, which he should do. Okay. I, I don't know. Have you paid attention to the protest that's going on in London? Uh, yep. <laughs> and did it's you see the, so. <laughs> did you see the banners that they had and what was worded on the banners about death to America? Okay, now that is interesting. Um, Warren, do you hear this caller talking about what's going on in London? Have you seen that? Because that's real controversy right there. No, I haven't actually seen that um, about London. But but uh, but one, he, thank you for calling in because you made a really great point. Like he is one of the few mm-hmm. politicians that that when he got elected, he's actually doing what he said he was going to do. And and it's very rare for politicians these days to do that. And and like being in Australia, you know, I don't get to hear all the the nitty gritty and and the in like the, the really small you know the the kind of intimate stuff that's happening in the states. Yeah. But I know from Australia, like we've also had protests over here about America, and then we, and all the protests have been, um, they sound maybe not quite as extreme as the as the London one, but certainly they've been very much anti-Trump and anti-America, and uh, you know we've we've had similar things happen over here in Australia, and uh, that's died down a little bit. But yeah, he he certainly has caused not only Americans to kind of start to make decisions of what they want to do and whose side they're on. Uh, he scores Australians, and it sounds like the English people as well. Okay, well, you, you know, Warren, yeah, Warren, you have a very, uh, Australia have a very strict immigration policy. Uh, I've read where you're concerned about boat people coming to your shores also. So sovereign nations have a right to have strict immigration po- uh, policies, and I like Trump and his efforts. And I think that illegals, if you're in the United States, you don't have a visa, you have to go. Yes. And when you see these protests that's going on by this fifth column, especially out in the West Coast, California, and they're flying the Mexican flag as they march, you can't do that in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You cannot have a protest to fly a foreign flag. You hmm. Mexico Constitution put Mexicans first, and I can read you excerpts of it if you would like. If you're a foreigner, you cannot participate in elections. The Mexican executive has the sole responsibility to put you out of the country, any foreigner out of the country, at will, without any court opinion. But they're not doing so, that, though. They're not doing that here in the United States, you know, because they're looking at that all votes count. I don't see where they're deportating any of, you know, uh, of, the, of the aliens or illegal aliens, as you are saying, you know. Uh, in Mexico? Out. Oh, yes, they mm-hmm. do. They've got I mean, a border. They got it. a border. You don't hear They got a wall between Mexico and Guatemala. 
Okay, but it's still, not to keep Mexicans know, in; it's to keep Guatemalans out. Uh, well, I understand that too, but the Americans or the American way of voting system are not uh, are not you know uh, bringing that 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 particular law or constitution into play for them because all votes count. Well, all votes count here too, except for when you're doing a federal election, then the constitution applies. So, so can you, I just interrupt you for a second, please? So you're saying that, that if you're an illegal immigrant, you can vote in America and your vote counts? They do. Uh, Obama's on, Obama's on uh, YouTube, on video, saying that. Not only do he say he believes uh-huh. illegal should vote, but he also said that they should have driver's license, mm-hmm. uh, which is and, the and, first and step they, in the door. Absolutely, and uh-huh. and it has been the step in the door since they have had that uh, that uh, allowance to do that, and they have done that, and and so they are voting regardless. Um, that's what I'm seeing, and that here in the United States, all votes count. They are not deporting anybody for that purpose. Well, you're gonna see wow. a change here, and uh, I'm glad it's coming myself. I mean, well, I mean it's the right way. Warren, what you have to say about it? Wow, that's a thank you for bringing that up because because that made me realize. See, in Australia, if you're an illegal if you're an illegal immigrant, you get deported, and and there's no way in the world would an illegal immigrant ever have a chance to vote in Australia. Like they they would just not even think about doing it. So America certainly does some have have some very broad mm-hmm. laws. Um, regarding to treating you don't hear nothing about that in the press you don't hear nothing about that in the press about if uh, an illegal alien votes that they be deported or are getting deported because they are voting and one other thing Ms. Purdy I would be happy when uh, the Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos put in effect ordering school district to permit parents to utilize choice and to decide what school, what environment that their children attend. And they should have access to full vouchers to pay for it, too. It's it's just totally ridiculous that a parent who's showing responsibility and accountability and providing for their child the things that they're supposed to have and making sure that they keep their nose to the grinding stone, it's just totally ridiculous that they have to keep their child in a atmosphere where other parents are not doing the same thing. Okay, so anyway, what does I, Trump got? To, what does Trump have to say about that? Has there been any well, coverage Trump, about what he's trying to do about that? Trump is for school choice. Trump is for parents to have the choice to put their child where they want them to go, where they think it's best for them. Okay, well, we'll wow, let's do that's, this. That's, go, go ahead, go um, ahead, go ahead, Warren. That, that's very cool because in Australia, um, here's how the education system works: is that is that we're kind of in we are really obliged to send our our children to schools within the district with which we live. However, there is no compulsion to do it. Like it's not really easy to get your child into another school if you want to do that, or you can certainly get them into into any private school that you like. Um, but the system certainly is there that if you don't want your child to go to that school and you want them to go to another school, that this, the system is in place where you can do that. I didn't realise America was so restrictive around education like that. 
Okay, well, let's look at it like this. Let's go and see what another caller may feel about, you know, uh, how... Tri- I'll how hold on and listen and mute myself. Thank you very much. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, stay on the line because we might want you to say a little bit more after you hear what everyone else may have to say about this. You pull up good points. So hold, hold well, your I'll, horses I'll, over I'll stay there. Here. I'll stay here and mute yeah. myself and just listen. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's that. Thank you. All right. Now I am going to see if uh, if this caller here would have something to say about this. This is um, area code seven one three, and the last four digits of that number is one four nine eight. Caller, you're on the line, and welcome to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on. Blog Talk Radio, and we're talking about what do you think about this this president? Is this president too overbearing with his ideals and plans? And you have heard the um, uh, the other caller that was on the uh, on the line telling his part, and you were hearing what we all were talking about. What's your take on this? Well, um, good evening. First of all, can can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you clearly. Okay. Um, my name is Fred Barkley. I currently live in Madonna, Ohio, and I'm 54 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a black male, and um, I have been I have been watching um, I've been watching Donald Trump for years. Not yes. only that. Uh, uh, I, I really have to lay out the groundwork for what I'm about to say so that everything I say will make sense um, in, in the fullness of, of, of what I'm saying. Okay, we got time. We're listening. Take your time and, and, okay. and let us let us know what you're talking. Okay. Um, there were two events um, in my life, and I think that they are significant in the majority, in, in many people's lives, um, that we are now seeing uh, both across the nation and even across the world. And those two events are, uh, it was the election of President Obama mm-hmm. and also um, the emerging of, of Facebook and the Internet in 2009, 2008, around those years. The, that, that, that year right there, 2008, uh, when his election happened, uh, it also coincided uh, with this new uh, internet um, availability for the f- first time in an unprecedented way. Humanity is now interconnected totally with one another across this entire globe. Mm-hmm. That has never happened. Never happened. Never happened. And what that did in my life, simultaneously, it set up the image, finally, of a black man who married one woman, produced children, and then pursued a pathway to uh, a career which happened to be in government. And it allowed him to assail to the highest Nation to the highest office in this nation. Now, what that did for me as a black male uh, who had been raised the right way um, but had gone 
left, as so many did, it literally stopped time for me. It stopped time for me. If you look at my background, uh, I just have to say it like this. I literally left the world of the street, the, the in and out world of the street that so many black males vacillate in, trying to break out of where they are to go to where they are, are professing mm-hmm. to be. I made that decision right there that if Barack Obama could stand in front of the world and walk out his life, his marriage, his family, his leadership like that, then God damn it, the very least I can do is keep my ass out of prison, out of trouble, out of drugs, out of everything else. Okay, well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for, you know, hold on. Hold on, sir, let me get in. Sir, let me get in for a minute. Okay, because, see, there is someone that wants to, wants to, you know, have something to say behind what you said. So just keep that mm-hmm. thought and stay right there, okay? And no, we're going to no. bring the next co-host that heard what you said into play, and let's see how he feels about what you just got finished saying, which is good, good things. So let's see what's happening here, because you no. got that, – that's really – that was good. Thank you. Just a moment. All right. Brother Blondie, are you here online, and did you hear what this gentleman had to say? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm online, and uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what, what everybody's saying, mm-hmm. saying about uh, what, what, what Donald uh Trump is saying, uh, uh, you, 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 you know, as far as, uh, uh, Ill, 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 you know, deporting illegal immigrants, uh, how, how many is he going to, uh, deport? Is he only here? Is he only deporting Mexicans or is he, de- is he going to deport any Canadians that's here illegally? Is he going to deport any Asians that's here illegally? You 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 have to look at all of those uh, uh factors, mm-hmm. and 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 I've heard Donald Trump you 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 know calling uh a a a lot of the uh, a lot of the Muslims terrorists. Mm-hmm. Well, the 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 problem with that, Lardy Miss Clardy, is well. Uh, and you and I and everybody on this show knows this for a fact that the KKK are terrorists, but we don't hear Donald Trump addressing that. Okay, but you biggest... just heard you just heard the gentleman yeah. talking about you know the difference between Donald Trump and Barack Obama dealing with all of what's being said here. What is your take on that as well? Okay, well. Let's talk about Obama. May I remind everybody that Barack Obama did take care of Osama bin Laden, the the man who was re, re, responsible of 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 tearing down the World Trade Center in in New York. Uh, 
So we, Obama has proven that he can be tough, but Obama was also intelligent and articulate, and we just don't see that in 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 terms of of Trump. No matter how bold or how straightforward or how directly to the point that you are, you still have to be factual more than emotional. And okay. so far, Trump has been more emotional and less factual. Okay, well let's stop right there and let's and let's and let's take a small little break for the cause and I'm gonna put something on just to have you to hear some things that add to what we are talking about and I'll be right back. Okay, and then when I come back I'm going to have Warren back on where he can then capulate on what has been said by Brother Blondie, which is a co-host also, and all of what he has heard. Let's go and listen to, uh, let's go and listen to something that I think that will be really, really uh, juicy, okay? So let's, let's do this. Just be right back. Listen to this. Any information that turned out to be so false and fake out. I think it's a disgrace. And I say that, and I say that. And that's something that Nazi Germany would have done and did do. I think it's a disgrace. That information that was false and fake and never happened got released to the public. As far as BuzzFeed, which is a failing pile of garbage, writing it, I think they're going to suffer the consequences. They already are. And as far as CNN, going out of their way to build it up. And by the way, we just found out I was coming down, Michael Cohn, I was being, Michael Cohn is a very talented lawyer, he's a good lawyer in my firm, who's just reported that it wasn't this Michael Cohn they were talking about. So all night long, it's Michael Cohn. I said, I want to see your passport. He brings his passport to my office. I say, hey, wait a minute, he didn't leave the country. He wasn't out of the country. They had Michael Cohn of the Trump Organization was in Prague. It turned out to be a different Michael Cohn. It's a disgrace what took place. It's a disgrace. And I think they ought to apologize to start with Michael Cohn. Since you're attacking us, can you give us a question? Go since ahead. No, Mr. President-elect. Go ahead. Mr. President-elect, since you are attacking no, our news not organization, you. Not can you. you give us a chance? Your organization You are attacking our news organization. organization. Can you give us a chance Let's to go. ask a question, sir? Go ahead. Sir, can Quiet. you state... Quiet. Mr. President-elect, go ahead. Can you state categorically... Ask a question. Don't Mr. President-elect, can you give us a question? Don't be rude. You're attacking us. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. No, I'm not going to give you a question. I'm you, not going to give you a can question. You sta- can you state categorically? You are fake news. Sir, Go ahead. can you state categorically that nobody. No, Ms. President elect, that's not Go appropriate. Ahead. President Obama went too far with the sanctions he put on Russia after the hacking. Do you think they're doing it? went too far. And what, no. Will you roll them back? No. And what do you think of Lindsey Graham? I don't say. He plans to send you a bill for tougher ones. <laughs> Now, that is controversy if you've never heard of it. Welcome back to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on BTR. And we are talking about Trump controversy continues. Is there a good side? And for you, anyone that's out there, if you got something to say, just call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And I am going to uh, bring bring uh, Warren back to the 
to the front so that he can uh, speak on and have his his opinions on what he's hearing, and then we will balance it off to my Anna Lay All Day, who is now online, but we will get with her in a second, and then we will get back to all of the other callers that are calling in. Okay, Warren Wilson, are you there to be able to deliberate yeah, this I'm, case? <laughs> I'm here, I'm here, and and that the caller before um, the last one was... Well, what an amazing story about how mm-hmm. President Obama affected his life and he and right. changed his life. Like I, right. like, to be honest, I, 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 to be honest, I never thought a lot of President Obama as a president, right? But but when I hear stories like that, and I forget that people have that influence. Another when I hear stories like that, I think, wow, isn't that truly yeah. amazing? That that that. That that Obama did that to someone. Like all of a sudden, I I've changed my opinion of his presidency just because he affected that one man's life. And what a tremendous story that was! And thank absolutely, you so much, so much. Thank for you, thank you. Because because th- those are the stories that make our radio show, and mm-hmm. those are the stories that we love to hear about yeah. how it affected. Your life, because we all had opinions, right. we all love sharing them. But how it affected your life, and that had thank you, because it, it, I know stories like that makes a difference to my life. So thank you very much for that. All right, and now we're going to balance it back to the gentleman that said that his life was changed behind what was going on. So let's go back and go and get him so that he can finish up saying what he want to say dealing with this controversy. Sir, three, four, uh, your number is 713 and the last four digits, 1498. Any other information or of your story that you want to tell, sir? Uh, yes, Wendy. Um, wow. Uh, first of all, just let me say, Wendy, thank you so much. Um, this oh, you're like welcome. Plain, this is like playing out as we are speaking, and I'm also learning um, about how to uh, flow um, with the, uh, I, I guess, the um, the way this conversation is going. Uh, I, I really love it. And I just want to thank you for doing it. But let, but let me jump right in here. Um, what we're looking at with Trump and all the fake news, um, this is a uh, unbelievable, unfathomable propaganda machine. Mm-hmm. And see, what you have to really understand is that we as a people, we as a nation, we as a race, we as a society, we have been conditioned to programming. We have been conditioned to hear a certain message and then being feared and guided and even forced into making a decision uh, 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 by those who are pulling the strings. Yes. And see, it wasn't until the advent of the Internet and the reason why I keep emphasizing Barack Obama is because what Barack did is he unknowingly literally ripped the cover. I mean, ripped, I mean, ripped it far, as far as the east is from the west. The exposure 
of white racism, white supremacy in this country. Like mm-hmm. never before. Like never before. And when and when I saw it and understood it for the first time in my life, I believe, you know, when I heard Miss McConnell say it is our number one duty to make sure that this black man does not do anything positive or successful for anyone in this country. And that's what I saw, and I literally could not believe what I was seeing and hearing. But guess what? We accepted it. We allowed it. And in in many ways, we even encouraged it. And I'm looking at all of this. I'm like, my God, what what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And I'm here with Austin now. Here we are. Here we are now. And I'm telling you, if we don't wake up and understand, Wendy, you are not doing this radio show for nothing. And it yes. did not come to me in the. It came to me five minutes almost before you went on. Five, and as soon as I saw it, I saw the importance of what you were doing. Yes. Thank you. And thank you so for telling, your so – th- just thank so I'm you. Telling you Wendy, so I'm telling you, Wendy, what you need to do with this is take this and try to make it uh, like it's a CNN broadcast. That's what you need to do because that's what I've been looking for. I've been looking for a media source that can understand and see visually see almost prophetically how important it is that we have a counterbalance to this insanity that we are seeing broadcasted every day because even though there is some truth coming through CNN and MSNBC, that's all programmed. None of it is real. It's all scripted. What we are doing here right now is pure, is truth, is unscripted. That's what the public is screaming for. Yes. Thank you. you. Thank you, you for really, that. You are what we are screaming for, and, and it is your responsibility to blow this message up and to uh, create a dynamic where everybody is talking about this. And we all hear ourselves simultaneously coming out and saying, you will not bamboozle us no more. You will not hoodwink us no more. You will not feed us these lies and this propaganda anymore because we see right through you and we know who you are and we are not going to allow you to destroy what's left of our way of life in this country. And that's what it's coming down to categorically. I want to thank you. I want to thank you, uh, Fred, for, you know, giving us your opinion and how you feel, and which is very strongly uh, a strong opinion. And, you know, this is what this uh, particular um, this particular uh, uh, broadcast or this forum is all about. It's all about people having an opinion and and so with that to say you know hearing you speak you know in 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 such in such a heartfelt way about how you feel about what's going on it's important and 
you're going to be heard right here. This is what this form is. This form is not to become what we would call uh, a racist forum or any of that. It's giving the voice of the people a chance to talk. And from what I've just heard, um, you have said a mouthful in your opinion, and I just want to thank you for uh, uh Really, honestly, you know, I'm honored. You know, I mean, I have others that help me with this program, which is Warren Wilson and my Annalee All Day, Brother Blondie, you and others that make this possible. So I can't take the the, uh, the accolades alone because every one of us make this possible. forum, a forum worth coming to to make their points. And so what I want to do is I want you to hold on and and just 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 hold on for a minute because I'm going to come back to you and I'm going to have my Anale all day who is the co-host also of the show have something to say on what she has heard and also to uh to have something to say on what you just got finished saying. So just hold on just for a minute, okay? I'll be right mm-hmm. back with you. My Annalee all day, are you here ready to speak your mind? I am here. How are you guys tonight? Oh, we are all good. Let me see. Warren Wilson, you doing good? <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing good. I tell you what, I'm doing far better now than when I have. I'm doing far gooder now than I was when I started. Oh my God! I mean, you know, it's so strong what I have heard so far. Um, I'm losing words, you know, and usually I don't. I don't lose words. I mean, I'm, I'm. I'm heartfelt about what's being said, and all, and and. And I want to also bring into here the phone number of 314-4600. Are you on the line as well? Yes, we're still here. Okay. And as you all all done heard what's going on, uh, first, before I have any of you uh, began to start your speech, let me get to my Annalee and let's hear what she has to say with everything that she has heard thus far. Happy to have you uh, here, Ma'anaway, what's your take on all of this, and especially the caller that just called and made a heartfelt uh, stance on what he believes and knows? You know, it's it's so impressive to hear everyone, and you know, I just want to say thank you, Miss Clardy, Miss Lardy, Clardy, <laughs> for just <laughs> putting this out here and giving people a voice because you know. The time that I've been on here to be able to speak on this topic, it's definitely struck a nerve in so many different people with so many different uh, ways that they're looking at how Trump is handling it. Um, Honestly, I think this is just going amazingly great. I apologize for my tardiness. I was actually in church praying for Trump, okay, praying that he'd get it together because at the end of the day, you know, we, I'm going to keep it real. I mean, they actually asked me, asked the people, hey, what is it that you guys want to pray about? And it actually ended up becoming a conversational piece after Mm -hmm. we prayed Mm -hmm. over it because, you know, a lot of people do feel, you know, differently on what's going on in office. You know, you would never in a million years Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm. Obama Mm -hmm. being able to, to talk to people the way that, you know, Trump has been been talking to people 
Yeah. Like I say, I feel like Trump is doing a lot more than a lot of presidents have been doing in the past, I'd say, 16 years. But the way that he's coming across, he needs, I don't know if they need to have some type of presidency etiquette class or they need to have, like, you know, some type of training before you get out there and start speaking for the country because at the end of the day, you know, cutting people off and being disrespectful to, you know, a credible journalist or anyone that's looking to have a question to be answered from what we call the leader of a free world and for yeah. him to cut them off and, and make them feel insecure like that, you know, it says a lot about who we allow to represent us. You know, this is how they already feel about us anyway across the world, that we're bullies, we don't care how they feel, we, we you know, retract anything that, you know, is positive for them to do and to conjoin with us and become unified. And here it is, Trump is being, you know, so disrespectful. And, I, I mean, I don't condone that. Even as a manager, you know, I don't allow people to feel insecure about anything that they have to say. I let them mm-hmm. say what they need to say and then mm-hmm. respond to it. And it, may, and it may have to be a, okay, yes, but no. Right. But at right. the end of the day, just give them that opportunity to, you know, present themselves. And, and just hearing that clip, it was just so distraughting hearing how he was just. Yeah, I know. So I, I agree. I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I shouldn't have any uh, uh, thing to, I, I shouldn't have an opinion at this time because, you guys are the ones that are to make the opinions, but when I played that that particular snippet right there, you know, and to hear him speak that way to the press and that it had an uproar of an argument going on there. I mean, that's not that's like that's like our president doesn't have uh, you know any coups and 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 it's it's, it's I mean, I'm not saying that he ain't trying to do some good things in this world. Um, There are, but it's how he is handling doing those good things. That's just, it can be a great big turnoff. And I know that Barack Obama, uh, as the last caller has uh, stated, Fred, you know, that he he had a way of how he did things and he was very respectful and it does make a difference in how, you know, we are treated as Americans. And, you know, and I, I'll just balance it back to you, my Annalee. Uh, okay, that's all I'm going to say about that because we have <laughs> others that want to, you know, talk on yeah. this. I mean, uh, as I said, you know, we all have to, we all have to, have to put up with what we have put into office. And we have to give some responsibility to what's going on here. It's about time that we finally do get up and say something and, you know, maybe do something about it. I don't know, but I do know that he needs to have some some classes on etiquette and how he is speaking to the American people. Uh, that's my take on it. I'll, I'll balance it back to you, Monalee, all day have something yeah, to say I, on I it. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Like, I feel as though um, we as a people, we do have a voice, and it's more than just getting on the radio and expressing ourselves. We can go down to our city hall, and we can demand a change. We can demand mm-hmm. a change. And a lot of people don't mm-hmm. realize that we are – so powerful when we when we unify and we come together. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the movie. It's a Disney Pixar movie. It's called Ants. And you yes. know, all these ants <laughs> were so afraid of these just 
a couple of people that were in power. And the moment they unified and the moment that they said, you know what, enough is enough, they overthrown the the person that was in power that was, you know, pretty much trying to kill them, you know, pretty much. Right, but the pretty point much. Is, is that we are powerful in numbers. And if we all just, you know, set aside our own pride, set aside set aside our own laziness and we go down to the city hall and we demand a change there will be a change because it starts with us we mm-hmm. are the ones you know for what they say we are the ones who put them in office and we are the ones that, say, that has a say so if we don't like the way he's doing things we need to go to our city hall we need to discuss it you know create a forum and be able to make change because that's the only way change will happen <laughs> Monale all day running for president. Hold on just for a moment while no, no, I no, bring. No. I, I can't do that much. <laughs> let's much. bring in Warren. Okay, well, let's bring in Warren Wilson on this one. And 314, last four digits, 4600. Y'all hang in there with me. I'm coming, but it's just so good. Call in at the call in number of 347-884-8684 if you have an opinion about this controversy on Trump. Is there a good side? All right. 314-4600 and Warren Wilson and my Anale all day. I'm talking to the gentleman that I just spoke the numbers out. What do you have to say about this? Three one four four six zero zero. You have anything else you want to say about it? Sorry about that. Yes, I'm here. You had me okay. muted. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I I, as I said before, I think what Trump is doing is excellent. He should uh, be nostalgic to these to these news media. And let me give you an example. A uh, CNN. Uh, removed the ability for readers to make comments on its online website, especially during the time of the Ukraine incident in Crimea. Mm-hmm. That there is is curtailing people's uh, free speech. And one of the reasons why, because most of the comments were pro-Russian. Another thing, you read things like what the Guardian newspaper published today on an article, and it cites this. It says, CNN cited unnamed insiders and experts who deemed the third phase of fantasy, talking about the things that Trump is trying to do. Why would they have an insider that's coming out of the State Department that's giving them news illegally? Let me read that one more time. They say CNN cited unnamed insiders and experts who deemed the third phase a fantasy and not under serious consideration. It also quoted Border Patrol agents who grumbled that a wall would obstruct views of the other side and that security depended on personnel, surveillance equipment, and speedy interception. Well, it's the people that live in the border states that's been complaining for years about all the incidents that they have to put up with as it pertains to illegals. According to according to reports, 59% of illegals come from Mexico, with 25% of them residing in California. Thus, probably the difference in the popular vote count of 3 million between Hillary and Trump. Mm-hmm. 15% come from Central America, 12% from Asia, 5% from the Caribbean, and 5% from Europe and Canada. You, as a U.S. citizen... 
And anyone else here that says a U.S. citizen do not need a visa to go to many European countries, nor do they need a visa to come into the United States. So when I hear people say, well, is he getting rid of the Europeans? He ain't because they're white. Well, you don't have to have a visa to come into the U.S. from Europe. It's things like that that irks me. Another thing, you talk about what the news don't report. The news didn't report very openly about the Nobel Peace Prize that Obama received. Nobel wanted to rescind it, wanted to take it back because mm-hmm. of all the flack that came out of it. And afterwards, you've seen all the uh, attacks on countries that helping to overthrow uh, presidents like Zelaya and Guatemala. Mm-hmm. That was that was put on by LeBron. The things that went down with Gaddafi, and so on and so on and so on. They wanted to take the peace prize back. And another thing, well, I could go on and on and on. But Obama, okay. Obama created such a divisiveness with Americans in this country. You had the divisiveness on same-sex marriage. You had the divisiveness on with the Anglo uh, uh, Anglo. Uh, <laughs> The Angelicans, Saxon, because right? yeah, you remember when the when uh, bakers, uh, people who had bakery shops, was being forced to create something that they didn't want to create. You had the divisiveness with the transgender, which thank goodness Trump rescinded that executive order today. You had the divisiveness amongst gun ownership, who I'm a very strong opponent. I'm a proponent for the Second Amendment rights and the right for American citizens to have any weapon that they choose, hailing from a state like Missouri, where open carry, stand your ground, and also concealed carry without a license is in effect. Okay. I could go and on that, a little more. Okay, and, and even though that you have your strong opinions on, you know, the good, what you think is the good side of Trump, Okay, these are all the good things that he do, but where we, where America still is, is still in the decisive decision and making with him, or a, or a concise decision. Let's put it like that. He he does and not you know, have to. Hold on. He does not have to be mean or have an ugly mouth to to do the good things that you say he does. Because, see, at the end of the day, he is still strong-arming people to do what he feels that is making America great again. And with that to say, his disposition and how he is relaying his message is a very sour, puckered taste in America's mouth, even though, just like the gentleman was saying earlier in the last call, uh, when we're looking at, uh, you know, the difference on how to get how to get many people with honey than rather getting people. I'm just using a, a paraphrase: getting people with honey versus pushing a lemon or some kind of bitter root onto people to make them want to come over on his side and and be okay with what he's doing. To them that's too harsh. It's like being a bully. And well, so he, just because it's good don't mean that it's right mm-hmm. in how he delivers it. And let me let me do this. Let me put Mana Lay all day back on here and see what she has to say about what you just got finished saying because 
No, there there come a time when there has to be yeah, I had a, a couple delivery. more short points to make, uh, but uh, go ahead. Okay, well, hold on, hold, hold the short points, because you've made a, a long point on some of what you wanted to say on the good points you feel that Trump is making headway on. What we're looking at is why does he have to be so mean about it? Why he have to strong-arm people on it? Let's see. We see the good, but there's still a bad hanging on there, okay? And that's what we want to try to level. That's that's where I'm looking at as well. So I'm not taking what you say and saying, no, you your your opinion don't count. It does. But do you believe in how he's delivering the points that you think that is good has a bad taste in other people's mouths? My Annalee all day, what do you have to say about it? Like, like I have already stated before, I feel as though that Trump, being in office, he's making moves, and he's shaking things out of normal places. He's definitely doing that. But how I feel as – and this is just my personal opinion – as a president – as a president of any company, you just have to have a certain way that you lead. And for me, I don't mm-hmm. feel as though he is showing himself to be a good leader by how mm-hmm. he is demonstrating how he feels about the press, how he feels mm-hmm. about the country, and what they're feeling about how he's dealing with things. Like I said, I think he just needs some training. I don't think he was prepared to deal with so much that was going to was that was going to come with his job. You know, people always say, hey, I want to be the president, but at the end of the day, we don't know what's going on behind those walls. And I understand that he may be under a lot of pressure, but at the end of the day, he has to represent us as we are the leader, the free leaders of this world. People look to America. And what he's doing right now is he's making people see us in a light that, in a way, they've already felt but now they get to see it, and that's not how we are, not as a unit we're not. We may have those issues within our country, you know, here or there, but him as a leader, I, I must admit, he needs, he needs some work. He needs some work. Hey. Warren, what do you, yeah, what's your I'm take here. on it? Well, let's, um, for a start, Mahanalei, I reckon you ought to come over to Australia and be our Prime Minister, because I think you would be fantastic at it, to be honest. But it's, it's interesting what you say about Trump with respect, um, because certainly, like, to me, he, he doesn't always, well, a lot of times, from what I see, he doesn't show that respect for other people, but it's a, but it right. must be, like Mahanalei said, like, it's the, like... He needs training. I think over the period of four years, he'll certainly refine that because he's certainly not a, a stupid man. He's very clever. And the other thing, when he, when Mahanalei was talking about being a leader, like to me, the difference between someone like Trump and Obama is Trump is the leader and the buck stops with him. So he takes that responsibility. Whereas I think you'll find with people like Obama and the president, a few presidents before, they had a whole team behind them. So they didn't feel so responsible for the decisions because you have a team that can do that, that kind of backs you up and, and you can pass the buck, so to speak, as we say here in Australia, like pass responsibility. Um, and with that takes a, a president that won't necessarily stand up and make the tough decisions. But Trump says, I'm the leader, the buck stops with me, and that's it. And, and when you do that, 
there's a lot of pressure on you to do that. And certainly when you come in and you're found, you know, and no one, you don't know what it's like to be president until you've been president. And there's very few people like that. And from what I see, Trump is, is, is probably a little bit in out of his depth at times and he doesn't come across very well but at times. But I'd be surprised if after four years he hasn't refined that. And, and also by the end of four years, he will have built a team up are really the team that he wants behind him. So he kind of, I don't think that he'll have that same pressure that he's got now because he can spread the burden around. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, look, and I'm only speaking from personal experience. Like when, I'm, when I'm under pressure, I, I, you know, I can say some things that I really don't mean and I can come across really abrupt and really disrespectful. <coughs> um, but I, don't, I try not to be that person. But, you know, not right. it catches us all out. And like I've said before, you know, they let the person who, um, who has never seen cast the, cast the first stone. So I can't criticise Trump too much because I'm 60 years old and there's times that I've been exactly like him. So, so it'll be interesting to see if he does mellow and how his leadership changes over the years. Absolutely. So, come over here and be our Prime Minister because you'll be great, I reckon. Okay, well, and and with that to say, let me put this out here, too, you know, that having a strong opinion, uh, you know, can can either make or break a person. It is not easy to be a president. We're not, I am not saying that, um, you know, President Trump is by far the worst president ever. He might be the most harshest, and in the news, like uh, the like the most talked about president in history, but it's hard to be a leader, especially a president of the United States. And it's not easy. I mean, because, you know, you're gonna, there's going to be people that's going to love you and there's going to be people that hate you. And regardless, we still, like my Lay has said, we have to mind our manners. Just because you have power doesn't mean you have to flaunt it and slap everybody in the mouth and in the eye and in the mind because it's your time for power because presidency is not about your time for power. It's about how to govern and help, uh, you know, uh, balance the countries uh, so there won't be war, hopefully, you know, but as it look, it might be some war um, if this keep going on. But Ma'anale, just like Warren has said, you need to be a prime minister for Australia. <laughs> All right, and so we're going to go on down here to the caller that has been wanting to stress more of his points across. We want to talk to Freddie. Freddie, 713-1498, are you on the line? Yes, yes excuse me. Yes, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Uh, all right, um, and yes, from... Yes. Well, I'm just blown I'm away. Because this is like everything that um, I have been just burning in my spirit with. This is like the beginning of what I have been wanting to see. But as I uh, stated in my comment to you, uh, Wendy, uh, you must 
transition this to video. Please, please. I am going to need help with that if I'm going to do that. I don't. I have to. I am a videographer. Why do you think I'm here? Oh, my God. This, This is destiny. Everything that's happening right here is destiny. And when that other young lady spoke and when she said that the key is unity, and mm-hmm. she verbalized that ant movie, I literally almost fell off of my couch. My God. I'm this is just this is just this is mind blowing for me. My Annalee all day. Do you hear this gentleman what he's saying? Warren, do you hear what this gentleman is saying? Caller you know from three one four. Four six zero zero. Do you hear what's being said? I know that I cannot do this alone and by myself, and I don't have. I don't have, you know, uh, all of the, the the support. But what I do have here is saying a lot, and I just want to um, thank you for, you know, seeing that this particular uh, forum can be transitioned. I would love for it to be transitioned, and I am going to need all the support I can get. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be. I'm sorry. It's going to be. Wow. Even 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 the um, other uh, caller. Um, I believe the white gentleman caller who is from from um, Australia, Warren Wilson, yeah, who, who who is promoting Trump. Um, I, I am so glad that he is on here as well because he especially needs to hear how important it is for all of humanity. To right now, to make a decision. I'll ask this question. I'll ask this question. Now that wasn't Warren Wilson because he's one of the co-hosts of Lardy Miss Clardy and Company. But the gentleman that is that is um, that has a strong opinion about Trump uh, from three one four four six zero zero sir if you don't mind can we can we use your last name because he's speaking in reference to you. Well, my name is Pianchi. I'm a black African-American, by the way. Okay. 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 Well, thank you. Now, thank you for clarifying that. And, that. and that's even more better because that, that also, that also uh, identifies another area that we must address. How is it that we as black people can go against our own interests to this unfathomable Degree. How? How? But we still have, but we still have to respect everyone's opinion on this, Fred. Yes. You know, because yes, everybody right. is not going to kumbaya together. You know, know. Uh, you know, know. against know. or for this president, just like it was but like I'm, that with I'm, oh Barack Obama. Human, Let me speak. Every, every human being is worth saving. Every human right. being. Right. 
Right. And let me just add, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me just add this in here. And every president has their own ideal of what will make America better. And so even though we've had all the presidents, every president have had their good and their bad in it. Um, it just happened to be that Trump is, a, is, is, is very audi- audible audible okay he he's going he's going to tell the way he feels even if it makes problems but he's at least telling you where he's coming from and america has to deal with them until they impeach him or until they love him or until you know his his time is up it's just the way that it is but um, you know the voices of the people are very varied and there's only going to be so many that's going to come together. We hope for all that will come together for all the positivity that, you know, that brings for us to, uh, to come together on. But it's good to know and to hear everybody's take on it. You know what I mean? Because everybody has a voice. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then let me just let me put it to you like this. Let me let me say this. You're not. I mean, I'm looking at Facebook right now, people. You know, those that are listening, even you, Warren Wilson. I want you to see this. Go on Facebook, and you'll see that there. You know, there. Everybody is calling everybody to come on to the radio uh, to yeah. have something to say on this. This is amazing just to see this. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my God, you know, it's just amazing. Now, we're going to have to do a, another part to this, um, to this, to this, to this, to uh, this, to the saga of Trump controversy, Warren Wilson, can you can you do you have anything to say about this? This is what you're hearing all of this. I I'm gonna need help, you know, because I'm I'm kind of like lost for words. You know, we have a videographer here. Wow, thanks, Wendy. To be honest, I'm a little bit stuck for words as well. I'm a bit overawed by the um, by the support. That you've got, and, and it was interesting what Fred spoke about about black people, and I realised and I realised that um, that I'm probably the only white person on the show at the moment. Everyone else is, is black Americans, and it, and it brought a smile to my face because I I tend to look at I I really think that I don't look at people um, the colour of their skin, but I look at what they have to say and, and their essence of them. And one thing I found about people like you, Wendy, and and people like Fred is, is what I really admire about you people is, is the essence. Like you're out there to help humanity. So I can understand um, why people want to support you. And it's kind of one of my missions because I know what, a, you know, I've had a bit of a tough life at times and, and people's support has really helped me out. And mm-hmm. and that's why it's important, I think, to take, to be able, as I get older, I like to be able to, have a look at Trump and think, you know, when I was younger, I'd think, Trump, what a jerk he is. And I'd be really against him, right? I wouldn't even think there could be a good side. But these days I think, well, you know, Trump's just a guy like me and a person like everyone else. And he's in there giving it his best shot. So at least we could do is, is respect what he's got to say, but we certainly don't have to like the way he goes about it. And, um, and yeah, he, he does say, he makes me smile because he's very abrupt, but also... Like for me being in Australia, he's far enough away, and you people are far yes. enough away that I can look at it from the outside without mm-hmm. really getting put in, in the drama, and and it's and it's quite interesting. But it, it is a, it's a great honour to be on your show, Wendy, 
and to have oh my people God. like Fred call up and um, and offer that you know just make the show bigger. So Wendy, I think you're onto something. You're really you're really onto something. So very cool. Thank you, thank you, Warren Wilson. Thank you, just thank you for even you being a support, being on this radio program. I'm telling you, this is this is amazing to have the type of support that you know I am seeing. Um, as I have been on radio for eight years, trying to get people to come together and to speak up, stand up, whether it is on the good side or the bad side, but make a point and and let your just let your voice be heard. So I am just going to uh, I'm gonna call out one more. I'm gonna call out one more um, at this time before I go on to break to have something to say in this. Uh, in this controversy that we're having in this debate. And uh, I am going to call in uh, the area code 510 and the last four digits of 2841. Caller, you are on the line. Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. Have something to say. We are talking on, do you think this president is too overbearing with his ideals and plans? And do you think that America wants truth or a lie? And based up off of what all that you have heard, what do you have to say about this? Um, can you guys hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Is this is this six is this uh five one zero and the last four digits two eight four one that's speaking? Yes it is. Okay, we can hear you clearly. Welcome to the show. Tell us what you have to say, caller. I think that President Trump, or whatever his name is, not to be disrespectful because I don't really pay too much attention to him anymore um, mm-hmm. after the election because um, I recognize the spirit that he's working in. And just because we don't see him as being a leader, you know, and um, mm-hmm. we don't want to follow after him because of his um, demeanor and how he goes about doing things. I yes. think that everything is strategically ordered. And explain that. Explain why you why why do you think that? When I um, say strategically ordered, I'm not speaking of um, I'm speaking of a like a biblical or spiritual sense. Like everything okay, happens come on. for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And it's just like trials and tribulations and different things that we go through in life. These are one of these, we're in one of these times now that's presently upon us to where it's been already dictated to us the things that are going to happen. And instead of us falling apart, you know, and focusing on what he's talking about doing and what he's taking away and all these government issues and political orders yes. and laws, which yes. don't, um, they don't, they don't apply to me. Mm-hmm. And tell me why that it does not apply to you. Explain that. Explain that. Get get detailed about about that. Why does it not apply to you? Because I don't work underneath that mandate. I'm I'm not um, depending upon the government. Um, nor have I ever, since I've been here, you know, mm-hmm. to provide or do anything for me. 
a lot of people get up in a bunch because they're dependent upon the uh, uh, stability of the government, you know, and I can understand that from, from their perspective. Yeah. You know, but from my perspective, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere else. I'm totally, you know, in a whole other rim, and I'm not going to allow what he does and says to dictate who I am because I know who I am. And I know okay. um, whose instructions I follow. Okay, and mm-hmm. that's and that's okay. That's your that is your opinion, and it counts. Okay, and that's good because see, bringing bringing God into the picture is a good thing. You know, uh, to understand that uh, were we supposed to be up underneath any president. In this sense, I'm just putting this out there. My Anale, all day, you can have something to say on that if you want to. No, but I'm, I'm we, but, but we, but we were made to be self-sufficient. But since we wanted to have, uh, you know, a leader to help to take care of our affairs, you know, um, there's not. I, I'm not going to say there's little that God would have to do with all of this, but I would say because we have made a choice for our, uh, the people before us, ancestors, whatever you want to call it, had made this choice that we want a leader that we can see rather than God, you know what I mean, who was putting it inside of us to be self-sufficient. Now we are at the point where now the government has made lots of people uh, uh, dependent on them. And so even if it does not apply, apply to you, you know, and that's good that if you can be self-sufficient from this, but we're talking about the rest of the people that that don't have this opportunity to know or to be self-sufficient because the, they have allowed the government to take over, which Ma'anale had made a point by saying that that's what's made America lazy to a big degree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lay all day, you have something to say? Um, yeah, sure. And I don't want to sound selfish because I'm not a selfish person. Never have been, never will be. It's just that, yes, you're correct. I agree with what you just now stated. Yes, America has been lazy in a sense, and government has, you know, taken over and kind of enslaved them through whatever they provided to them, you know, and now they're dependent upon them for those resources and financial mm-hmm. stability. And it is our ancestors' fault. And I love my ancestors. <laughs> but it is because they did dictate this for us. But that doesn't mean that it has to be all now. And I look at all the marches and protests and all that stuff that's going on and people trying to come together, and some people may look at that as um, – you know, derogatory or uneducated or they're not, they may not be going about it the right way, but I think that that's a start. You know, that's a start to something. I'm not saying that it's necessarily the way it should be done. I think that we do need to come together as a people, as a nation, and we need to rise above politics and government and take over our own selfie. And the ones that do have the means to provide to provide and help, you know, the ones that don't. So they're not mm-hmm. relying off that government and politics. There's people that got, <laughs> we got <laughs> millionaires, billionaires, mm-hmm. you know, 
people that are thinking that think just like I do. You know? Okay. And I think that it's a matter of us all coming together collectively and mm-hmm. uniting with one another, you know, and changing our environment and our current circumstances. Okay. Well, um, caller from uh, 510-2841, what's your opinions on what was just said to you and, and continue what it is that you want to finish in conversation about your opinion on this subject. Caller, 510. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Did you hear the young lady speak? Go ahead. I'm listening. Anything else you want to say? No, you can go on. I was just taking a moment. Okay. Take. Okay. Well, all right. Well, then we're going to go on. I want to, uh, and I want to thank you for your comments until you're ready to speak in. There is a, a young lady that is on Facebook that has put out a message, uh, and her name is Sheena. And she says, judging by the leftist comments, it's maybe a good thing she is stuck working. She says, this evil leader has already increased jobs, caused gain in stock markets, put Nito on notice, um, slowed the tide of unvetted so-called refugees, and is working on multiple points of defense for our borders. Put Chicago on notice to help stop the out-of-control murder rate and is offering federal assistance to police the streets if need be. Then she goes on and she says, and forgive me if I'm not reading it the way you want to hear it, but it is what it is. People who feel government should be smaller and less intrusive in our lives, D.C. takes a federal and everything else is up to the individual states. But these disrespectful and even violent domestic terrorists posing a protesters want to see total government control, thinking that the government should give everything free, food, house, education, college, madness. I don't believe anyone who have a true love for this country would have backed Hillary, and that was the DNC's mistake, letting her on the ticket. Well, and with that to say... I agree. I agree with her. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, then, uh, that's what her opinion is on this subject. And back to you, uh, Warren, hearing that, what do you have to say? Now, we heard the, the caller say he agrees. And here's another that is speaking her mind on Facebook. What do you say about this? Well, she certainly has an opinion. That's um, to be honest, I that's, wow, that's quite a strong opinion. I um, yes. What do I have to say about it? I you know I I I, I actually think that governments should be smaller because here in Australia the government is too big and too unwieldy, and it costs us a lot of money to support it. We're not as mm-hmm. governed over governed as. as we're more overgoverned here in Australia than you are in mm-hmm. America. So I understand what she's saying. And also understand what she's saying about the protesters, about often their ultimate aim is to have everyone think their way. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Governments are about governments are about like you with this show, Wendy, about letting people with totally different opinions and respecting their opinions and rising right. above their opinions. Like, okay, I know who I am, and everyone else is allowed to have their opinions, and that's what mm-hmm. I love about what Mahanalei shed. It's just mm-hmm. it's the rising above. And you know, the great thing about this is that Sheena has a very strong opinion, and again, it's like Donald Trump. It makes me think. And because it's such a strong opinion, I haven't really, uh, I haven't quite digested that one. So that's all I can say on that at the moment. Thanks, Wendy. You're welcome. And thank you, um, Warren, for giving that great um, comment because it's important. And Freddie Barkley, he says here, we are a global community. America has stolen its way to the top. And we are now witnessing its crash if we don't stop this. So, and he says, we, uh, don't we realize that we have the power to destroy ourselves? Ma'anale, all day, what do you have to say about that? And he's saying nuclear. <laughs> oh, Lord. There's a lot of people that's having well, something to say uh, from well, off can the I say Facebook. Something, Wendy? Sure. Have something to say. Well, well this is what I'm going to uh, say. I agree with the uh, one writer. But here's the point. Donald Trump is talking the same way he spoke in his rallies. As I said, mm-hmm. I attended the one here I in agree. St. Louis. And I'm a black man, and I didn't get no rope burns around my neck, nor did I get lynched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to talk now. And see, here's the thing. You, people say about how he talks to others, but I, as a black person, we get called all kind of names because we supported Donald Trump, not just me, but others also. And people mm-hmm. talk about the terrorism of the Klan. Well, go to East Baltimore. Go to North St. Louis. Go to Chicago. They will tell you who the terrorists are. And he done the exact, he done the right thing when he gave notice to Ron Emanuel that if they did not straighten out the problems that, that they're terrorizing citizens, where children can't walk the streets, where elderly people can't come out after eating dinner and stroll around the neighborhood, then he will do it. And he done the right thing when he said that. And let me say something else. You know, we had, with the Affordable Care Act, you had families that was paying something like $700 a month. Now they, for their family plan, now they are looking at $1,700 a month plus another 17% increase this year. Mm. What about mm-hmm. those families? They can't save. They can't plan for their college education for their children. Mm-hmm. That is totally ridiculous. And another point. When you read the Mexican Constitution, where it says Mexicans shall have priority over foreigners under equality of circumstances for all classes of concessions and for mm-hmm. all employment, positions, or commissions of the government in which the status of citizenship is not indispensable. Should not Donald Trump have the right that is given to him under U.S. US Code Title VIII, Aliens and Nationality, Code 1182, where he's able to protect the borders like it has been duly presented to him mm-hmm. by the United States mm-hmm. Constitution? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, let's go on, and let's, uh, I'm a, I'm a, before I take another break, I want to bring in another caller from 360, and the last four digits is 6451. Caller, you are on the line. 
Um, we're talking about uh, Trump controversy. Is there a good side? And is this president, do you think, is overbearing too much? Dot com and with his ideals and plans and all of what you are hearing, what you have to say about this? Hi, how's it going? Uh, my name is Ben. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Welcome. Welcome to the show. You guys are having an exciting show tonight. I just, I just wanted to make a comment about, um, you know, if you see something dying, don't you try to help it? You know, Absolutely. If there, if so I've been noticing something is dying off in our country, and it's, I don't know if it's caused by groups or mm-hmm. not. It's the, mm-hmm. the individual, the individual is dying. Everybody yes. is joining the group, whatever group they agree with the most, or even if they don't agree, if they hate mm-hmm. something that they hate, they'll join that group. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that the, the individual voice is dying off. You hear voices in a group nowadays. Well, isn't that what we should have? Because, see, you know, any time that we would have individual voices, it would always seem as though somebody would die. You know, I mean, say like, for instance, you know, if we all collectively got together and we all have one voice and we're all together up under that one voice uh, versus having just one person speak for all the voices uh, where somebody can get killed, wouldn't it be better rather than that? Well, there's there's a problem with that is that any time that you feel like you need to join a group to be heard, you automatically have to compromise your own beliefs. You have to you have to compromise yourself in order to agree with them. Well, there's not necessarily. Somebody, there's always well, someone in the group that doesn't fully believe what they're saying. I mean, but that's the whole ideal. This is what this forum is about. It's not about contouring to anybody's ideal. It's about what do you stand strongly with and how you feel about a thing. And at the same time, stay in that stance because at the end of the day, there are other people that think the way you do, uh, people that think the way they do, people that think a way that, you know, someone else do. No one is uh, no one is going to be alone in on the stance that they have. The whole idea is to bring your opinions to the front so that people can hear, you know, um, you know if they got a, a, a honest deliberation about it where they can get a verdict on what's going on on how to help Trump, if not helping, how to stop him from talking so harshly. That's the key thing here. I don't think it's an issue whether you know he's not doing his job or he's doing the job. It's the mouth, how he's coming across to everyone in the media, America, and wherever on Twitter, you know what I mean? But the point is, well, is isn't there supposed yeah. to be some type of sweetness on that? I mean, that would that would what I would be putting on that. I mean, you can draw more well, people to all, your ideal if it's a little kinder, right? About that, um, I guess a good thing is that everybody who is upset realizes the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. And if you... Now, if you try to define what the First Amendment is, if you put borders on the First Amendment, you can't do that starting with the president. Because okay. That, it just explain. Work. It, okay, explain obviously. that. 
obviously we have a president that uses every bit of the First Amendment. He can't help it. Uh, yeah, but he's trying to stop everybody else from having a free speech. It's his way, yeah. or he will fight with you with his mouth. Well, that's not stopping you. That, is, oh, well, that isn't stopping somebody from their First Amendment. He's using his. Oh, okay. Well, okay, okay, keep going. I mean, you know, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I got something for that once we get, you know, uh, on our break where you guys can, can hear something while we're doing a break. But speak on. I mean, because what you're saying is very uh, valid and valuable. Right, and I've I've noticed the brashness. I've I started listening to Trump when he started speaking last uh, mm-hmm. what a year and a half ago or something a year ago. Right. So um, I didn't I didn't think he would make it. I thought his mouth would get him thrown out, which which isn't to say that he would be thrown out because he violated something. He would be thrown out by popular demand. That's basically just like the free market. If if a business owner, a high, you know, popular business owner makes a comment, their stock is going to go down. And it's not the government doing it, it's consumers doing it. So right now what you have is a lot of people listening to his words yes. and trying to trying to define what the First Amendment is and if we should have it or we should not. I'm all for it. I'm all for the First Amendment. And when you go too far, the actions happen. It's not, it's not something you can legislate. It's not something you can put walls around. First Amendment is is or is not. Okay, right? well, I want to thank you. Yeah, I want to thank you. I think that what you are saying, you know, is, is your opinion, what you see, and I totally will respect that, you know, um, what can what can a person say on it? My honor lay all day uh, quickly, and so that I could go to a break real quick. What you think about what this gentleman is saying um, uh, with his opinions on the, on 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 Trump? I stand where I stand. I like Trump because he is making moves. I mean. When's the last time you heard someone talking about actually doing what they said they're going to do? I mean, it's unfortunate that a lot of people are going against him because he's actually trying to make initiative to make this country safe for our children, for our jobs. But unfortunately, you know, it's just the way that he's he's speaking. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I don't really know much more to say. All I can tell you, go to your city halls. And start there, okay? When you go to your city halls, you'll be able to have all the information needed to be able to protest, to be able to get people to sign your papers. Mm -hmm. We can make change. But obviously Mm -hmm. all we want to do is sit here and complain. All we want to do is sit here and talk about them. But Mm -hmm. no one is wanting to step up and say, you know what, I'm not doing this no more. I'm going to go ahead and go to the city council and let them know where we stand and start it from there because, honestly, people don't know that they have options to be able to make a change. And that's just where I stand. Okay, and with that to say, I will use Freddie Barkley's words clearly. We are unified. 
We are one. And regardless of our opinions, we still have to deal with each other at the end of the day, and we should come together and, you know, and make some consensus on how we want to view our lives to be. And with that to say, I'm going to go on to a break and I'll be right back. I just, anybody that's out there that's got a word and want to have something to say, this is the time to say it. We're winding down um, with time. So I'll give everybody a few minutes to say what they have to say for the listeners that may be listening. If you've got something to say, call in. 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. You are listening to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on BTR with Trump Controversy continues. Be right back. CBS Miami spoke to Donald Trump, and he laid out some thoughts for us on the First Amendment here. Now, they did something weird with the audio. Uh, I don't know why, but you'll see what I mean by that. Let's watch. In the past, you've talked about wanting to amend laws and rework things to make it easier to sue. Um, do you think that there's too much protection allowed in the First Amendment? Well, in England, they have a system where you can actually sue if somebody says something wrong. Uh, our press is allowed to say whatever they want, and they can get away with it. And I think we should go to a system where if they, if they do something wrong, I'm a big believer, tremendous believer in freedom of the press. Nobody believes it's stronger than me. But if they make terrible, terrible mistakes, and those mistakes are made on purpose to injure people, and I'm not just talking about me, I'm talking about anybody else, then yes, I think they should be, uh, you should have the ability to sue them. So you'd like to see the laws closer to what they have in England? Well, in England, you have a good chance of winning if they, and, and deals are made and apologies are made. Over here, they don't have to apologize. They can say anything they want about you or me, and there doesn't have to be any apology. England has a system where if they're wrong, Things happen. Mm. So uh, for those of you who don't know, the system that they have in the UK is the same system that allows hate speech laws. Now, we don't have, you could be as big of an asshole as you want to be here in the U.S. As long as you're not doing a direct threat of violence, it's legal. Um, they've had problems, in my opinion, we've covered stories on it where, you know, if you say something that's offensive on Facebook towards refugees, for example... In some places in Europe, you might end up in jail. So Donald Trump looks at the system of free speech in the U.S. versus the system they have in the U.K. And he says, well, I prefer the U.K. one. Okay, I don't. People who actually love free speech and who understand that free speech applies to people who don't agree with you, uh, they don't like that. So I think the U.S. has it nailed on the issue of free speech. There's much less freedom of speech over there. And here we do have laws against libel and slander, of course, but the burden of proof is notoriously high. And I think that's rightful. The burden of proof is on you, basically, to show it. And it, you need to not only show that somebody said something incorrectly, but also show that there's, uh, you know malice and the intent is nefarious and again super duper hard to prove but that's the way it should be because we can't have a system where anytime somebody says anything about somebody that they dislike the other person gets to sue them and then we clog up the court system with a bunch of morons with hurt feelings and look that's really what donald trump is now why is this actually scarier than even it appears 
Because some people might look at it and say, oh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, the system in the U.K. can't be that bad, right? So what? Okay, he wants a system like that. Big deal. Well, no, this is a problem because, for example, Donald Trump sued Bill Maher over a joke that he made. Now, there's no denying that in Donald Trump's ideal system, he would want there to be consequences against Bill Maher for that joke that he made. Is it what? Does anybody think, oh, he sued him and he wanted to lose? No, he sued him and he wanted to win. So in Trump's ideal system, if you make a joke that's too offensive, well, look, I, I'm gonna have, there's going to be consequences. There's got to be some sort of consequences. No, there doesn't. And also, by the way, Don, what you find offensive is not the same as what some uber-liberal finds offensive. So you want to open up the door to, if you say something offensive, there might be some sort of legal consequences. Well, then don't get upset when, I don't know, Black Lives Matter hears some sort of racially insensitive joke and they press charges. Now, you would be against that one. Oh, my free speech, free speech, free speech. But then you are a hypocrite because you're out there saying Bill Maher made a joke I don't like because he's a liberal and uh, now his free speech should be taken away. And then he also sued The Onion over a satire article. Again, uh, I wonder if he wanted to win. Uh, he said we need to, quote, open up the libel law so that we could sue the media when they write these things. And again, it, like, it... it Whose judgment are you going to leave that up to? You're going to leave it up to Donald Trump's judgment? Oh, I don't like that. I'm going to ban you from saying that. Or are you going to leave it up to some jackass judge? We've done stories of judges who, you know, give somebody who raped a, a 12-year-old a sentence of like 30 days. You want to leave uh, what's offensive and not offensive and what should be allowed to say and shouldn't be allowed to say up to that judge? No, it's a terrible idea, man. It's a terrible idea. And again, the idea that this guy is some sort of anti-social justice warrior is nonsense. He's a right-wing social justice warrior. He is the PC police. He does PC outrage on the right. And, uh, by the way, we also learned just the other day, quote, a group of media lawyers from the American Bar Association commissioned a report on Donald Trump's history of filing lawsuits determining that the GOP presidential nominee is a, quote, libel bully. They say he's done seven libel lawsuits. Seven. Lost them all. Now, in Donald Trump's ideal system, he wouldn't have lost the seven of them. He would have won the seven of them. That is a disgusting, grotesque precedent. And no, Don, you don't believe in free speech. If you don't believe in free speech, for the people you disagree with the most, you don't believe in it at all. Well, I am back. And... uh well, that's a part of the Trump controversy that continues. And what you just heard is someone else's opinion in on weighing the Trump decisions and words that's being used and is he being overbearing, is he a bully, and all these things that we all have said about him. I'm just going to put it out there, you know, for you to make your decisions off of what you just got finished hearing. You are you are listening to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR on Trump controversy. If y'all have anything you gotta say about this, call in at the call in number of three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. That number again is three four seven Eight eight four eight six eight four, and so we're going to balance it off over here. Let's see. 
Let's let's give let's give this caller a chance, and then I am going to come to Freddie, and then we're going to go to the co-hosts and let them have their last saying, and then we'll go down the line for everyone to have something to say to the listeners and 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 what positively we can come together to help make happen for the good. That even though we have this president, I am going to uh, call in the area code of 336. And the last four digits is 0730. Caller, you are on the line. What is it that you would like to say? Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. Your voice matters. Caller, 336. And the last four digits, 0730. Would you like to have something to say at this time? All right. Well, you're just listening in. Okay. Well, with that to say, we're going down here to 713, last four digits, 1498. Uh, Two minutes to balance. What do you have to say about what you just heard, and what would you have to say to the listeners here on uh, this night's Trump controversy? Caller, 713, and the last digits are 1498. Is there any last words that you would have to say to the listeners and your opinion about what you just heard? Okay. Hello, are you there? Well, I can Yes, I hear you. Are you there? Are you willing to do you have any last words that you would like to say? Oh, is that me? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um so yeah, Trump is wrong if he and I've agreed a lot more with Trump than I ever agreed with anything about Hillary. Mm-hmm. But I've been just I've been disappointed about a couple of uh, adverse things that have happened with immigration, the people that shouldn't have been messed with at all, mm-hmm. and 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 there's a lot more coming. I, I think about the wall. I'm worried about people's property rights. I'm worried about the migrations of animals that always go back and forth. I mean, I don't know how they're going to allow all those wild horses in and out of our country like they've been doing for hundreds of years, but. Mhm. So there's that, and if he wants to change our First Amendment to something like England, he's completely wrong. We have a First Amendment, we have a free press, and we just happen to be listening to the most popular ones of the free press, who are the richest ones, who have the most agenda to fulfill. What it could be done, what could be done is maybe uh, reining back the the regulations on who they let through. Yes. There's a lot of people there's a lot of people that have their own news stations all over the internet, YouTube, Facebook, they do very mm-hmm. good journalism, mm-hmm. but you'll never see them on TV. And it's because there's a small group of people that allow certain people through. So you got CNN, ABC and all the big names and Fox, they already have their foot in the door. They need to allow the free market to work allow people to bring their own news, and if they make an idiot out of themselves, the free market will shut them back down. Well, I thank you for that. 
We can't be suing no, everybody who says something. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't be suing everybody. And let's go to the next. And thank you very much for your opinion. I want to go to the next caller and let them have something to say because we don't have a lot of time. 336 and the last four digits, 0730. What would you like to have to say? Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and company on BTR. Okay, I guess the caller don't want to have anything to say, but that's okay. Stay on because we'll be back. All right, to the caller of 360-6451. Anything you would like to say on this? And last words to say to any listeners that are out there? Well, I think everybody's doing their part. I think... People need to not be afraid to be an individual. If you have an opinion that's slightly different than three or four people in the room, don't be afraid of that. Don't conform just because you're outnumbered. I think Thank the you. best thing or the best thing right now is to be to know what you believe. Don't just latch on to what somebody believes. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to, to differ with people. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for your comment. Thank you so much for that. Warren Wilson, last words, anything you would like to say on all of what you have heard, even the the break information that was given, what is your take on this, and what would you like to say to uh, the hearers that are listening to this message? Um, Thanks, Wendy. First, the break information was interesting because I... To me, that reporter was more opinionated than than Donald Trump. It was quite interesting his viewpoint. (laughs) But the last caller made a very good point about knowing who you are. And I think that that Ben was talking about the individual is dying. I see the opposite. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm 60 years old and I've seen a lot of changes. And to me, today, Mm -hmm. the individual has never had as great an opportunity to get their viewpoint out there than they have in our modern history. It's like, you know, on on Facebook and YouTube and all these different areas, if you've got something to say and people love it, you can speak to a million, two million, five hundred million people. And you could never, you know, that was very hard to do 20, 30 years ago. So I think it's a great opportunity for people like yourself, Wendy, and some of the projects I'm doing to get out there because we can do it. And then... And, and eventually, if you've got something to say, that's how groups are formed by leaders. And leaders have something to say. They've got a mission, like Luther King and people like that. They had something to say, and people agreed with it. So they all followed them down to town hall, like Mahana, like Mahanalei would say. They all followed them down to town hall, and they made changes. But it was because one individual had the courage to stand up and say. They know they knew who they were and they had the courage to stand up and say it and keep on saying it. So that's all I've got to say on this. And Wendy, you're a great example. You know, your show is a great example of, of go back twenty years, you couldn't have produced your show. Now Absolutely. you have look at the difference and look at the difference you're making to people's lives. So it's it's a phenomenally great time in my opinion. Absolutely. So and you're welcome. Um, uh, thank you. Thank you, Warren, for, you know, being with me and supporting me through all of this, you know, of of preparing myself to get uh, to the point where, you know, I, I can I can get this kind of support on issues that matter so much to people. And I just want to thank every one of you for being on radio 
and uh, voicing your opinion because your voice matters. Your 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 opinion matters, and that's what it's all about. And even at the end of the day, as we differ in our conversations on what we believe, we still are human beings, and we still, at the end of the day, have to be kind and loving towards one another and support one another. My Anale, all day, what is your last words that you would like to say on this subject and to the public that's listening in? I haven't heard anybody say anything about this test where these people left their jobs to prove a point that immigration or people to immigrants are important no one has said anything, and I'm going to just keep it real with you guys. I'm glad those people got fired because there is no way that I can leave my job because I want to protest what the president is already going to do or whatever's going to happen and come back to my job like everything's all willy-nilly. I just had to put that out there. Nobody said anything. I'm glad they lost their jobs. They were irresponsible. They didn't do it right. And at the end of the day, this country is not built off of quitting your or leaving your job to come back to your job to make a stand. So you either make sure you talk to your uh, your boss, and I know this is completely off topic, but I haven't heard no one saying it. So I'm kind of glad they lost their job because they should have did it the right way. Okay, that's all I have to say. I thank you very much for your I uh, thank you for your comments, my Anale, all day, and thank you for being co-host on the show for this evening. And for the caller of 314 and the last four digits of 4600, what do you have to say about this? And you know, give you know the time of about two minutes so that we can get everybody well, in. That uh, that reporter made those statements before the election occurred. He made mention that Donald Trump was a GOP nominee. He won, and the reporter had mud on his face. But you know, news do lie. Like they made the uh, frivolous statement talking about he was going to stop Muslims. How do you know who's a Muslim when they come in? Do they have Mickey Mouse ears? Do they have <laughs> antelopes? I just asked the question. And another thing, all the countries on the list was the same countries that came out of that general, retired General Wesley Clark made mention of about 10 days after 9-11. And also Obama had those countries on the list, switching Libya for Yemen. And all the countries on the list were unwilling or unable to provide the information necessary to properly investigate applicants who wish to immigrate to the United States. Those countries on the list, they are known to be sponsors of terrorism or list as fail or failing states on the Fund for Peace and Fragile States Index 2016. And most important, United States citizens should not have to stand behind any refugees, any immigrants, especially illegal immigrants, when they are seeking services in agencies. They mm-hmm. should not be standing behind these individuals as we are doing. And I know American citizens who have foreign spouses, and they've been trying for years to get their foreign spouse into this country. If they had brought them in across the border, they would have been in the next day. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much and for your uh, comment on this. And we will be, again, bringing more of the Trump controversy, continuing the third round. And for now, uh, we need to recess and go and think about what it is that we want to talk about for the next show. So if 
you want this conversation to continue, go on to Wendy W. Clardy on Facebook. Google it and do me a favor. Give your uh, comments on what the conversation should be about because we're going to come back with this. Um, we got more stuff that's coming up soon, so be looking forward to that as well. I want to say to you, Ma'anale, to you, Warren, and Brother Blondie, um, thank you so much for being on the show, giving your uh your opinions, your comments to what is going on. I have enjoyed every last one of you and also the callers. Thank you for your support in all of what is being uh, done on this radio program. Your voice matter. I want to keep it like that. I love the way you are and just know that we will have more uh, conversations where you will be able to give your opinion on because it does matter. And with that all to say, I just want to say to every last one of you, thank you. All the listeners out there that were just listening in, uh, you can call in and be a part of this too. We all are one in this and we all have a, uh opinion on this. So Again, you are listening to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio, and I will be back with more interesting topics dealing with controversy and hearing what you have to say. Until then, you have a blessed night, and prayers are up for every last one of us, including Trump, and hopefully we can come together and be one voice. With that to say, have a good night. <laughs>